recording for real. This is it. Are you ready? <coughs> yeah. Started off with a throat clear. That's great. <coughs> and a cough. Perfect. We Perfect way it. to start the first episode of the podcast. And here we go. Um, yeah, here we go. We're here. It's episode one. November 1st. It is November 1st, day after Halloween. Yeah. Thanksgiving coming up in a couple of weeks. Yep. But this is our first episode of Daddy Issues, which is our podcast. Yeah, I think it's a very suiting name for the two of us. Yeah, should, should we introduce ourselves? Because we're right now we're just two voices. You know, people don't yes, know. Yes, let's do that. I am John Bloom, Bronson's father, Bronson. I'm Bronson, Jonathan's son. <laughs> yeah, my oldest son, actually, one of three, who's going to be 25 come February. Right? Yeah. yeah. Stop picking your nails. I forget what age I am sometimes. Yeah, you think you're older. You act older than you are. Um... So yeah, we want we wanted to start this podcast, and we're gonna see where it goes. And we're just doing it for fun, but I think interesting things will come of it, and it'll be funny, maybe. Um, why tell the audience why we named it Daddy Issues? <laughs> Not like you have Daddy Issues, but I, maybe I do. I don't know. Well, maybe we'll figure it out. Everyone has Daddy Issues. I guess I think it's more of a play on words, correct? Why are you touching my computer? I was moving it and went to Foles. When you, that's right. Uh, it's on my lap. It's not going to work Foles. <laughs> yeah, but I thought it was going to lap. The wires. But by the way, let me explain. I'm pretty impressed. Your wires all messed up. It's fine. It's totally fine. But I'm fine. very impressed with this whole electronic setup that you did. At least uh, all my money for your BU film school didn't go to waste. So I'm it, very no, it didn't. You're doing very well. I'm proud of you. Um, so I guess we should say a little bit about the show, what we want to get out of it, what we think it's going to be. Okay. So you start. Please stop touching the wires. I'm There's just, no need for you to touch the wires. No, we're just impressed. It's all set that. up. Every time you okay. touch the wire, you hear it. In Do you the really? Mic. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. I won't touch the wires. Who <laughs> should be called father issues? Why, daddy? Oh my God. Daddy and father are synonyms. Damn. Oh, you're right. I mean, <laughs> you mean son issues? Son issues. Jesus. All right. All right. So go ahead, Bronson. I'll let you lead. Well, so we came up with the idea. We thought it'd be. I mean, we're, we're similar people, but we have kind of different outlooks on life, different ideas about things, even though like our value system is probably similar. So yeah. I Go ahead, sorry. Yeah. So I thought it'd be interesting to kind of just have like a weekly conversation between us about certain things and hear each other's takes on it, uh, and maybe learn from each other through it and uh become more appreciative of how the other person thinks about things and find common ground and maybe also, what about having fun? Right. Yeah, having fun too. Right. And, and right now, I think we have what? We want to get up to what? Six listeners? That's yeah. our goal? Right now, we're at zero. Well, right now, it's us. We're listening to it. Um, I think true. that's true what you're saying, but I think that we both have very strong opinions and personalities, but in different ways. Or different views, I should say. Yeah. Um, and we always are like respectful of each other's views. And we we get along ninety eight percent of the time. Correct. So it's not like we're always fighting, and it's like, oh, we need a therapy podcast session every week to get through it. It's more of just like a just talking to the other person about different topics and seeing where it takes us. Yeah, I don't. I don't think this is a therapy session. I think this no. is a way for us to just we, we have funny personalities, and people could see the banter back and forth with a father and son who are close, and just see our different views and get a kick out of it. That's my feeling. Yeah. 
right? Yeah, on our on our Spotify profile, uh, the about section says a weekly conversation between a father and son about their differing views on life. I think that encapsulates it. Hundred percent. Yep. Thank God I have you to do that stuff. Thank God. Um, okay, so I. I feel why like another benefit. Yeah. Wait, why don't you tell people about yourself? That's what I was going to do. There you go. See I'll that? tell people about myself. Oh, go ahead. Oh, are you not about to cough? You <laughs> no. went like this. Yes. I want you to tell people about yourself. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, my name is Bronson. I'm 25. 24. Yeah, 24. Yeah. I always forget. And I used to give you so much shit when I was like 12. And we would ask you how old you were and you wouldn't, you would have to think about it. And I'd be like, how do you not know your age? But now I have no idea. I have to think about it. You mean me thinking about my age or me when people no, ask when how I, old you when were? No, when I was young and you, you would be asked your age and you would have to think about it. Like you wouldn't just know it off the top of your head. And I was like 11. I, I did, was so confused. You mean, you're I, saying when you were young, meaning when I was young? Oh my God, you how are you young? not getting this? Because you're not saying I it. said it seven times. When I was 11. You said it three. When I was 11 and you were asked your age you as in jonathan bloom were asked your age when i bronson was 11 and you wouldn't know your age i was always uh, so confused on how you could do that but now i get now i'm there i right. forget my age all the time and i mean come on it's how many it's just an age it's right just a number. and I, when i guess when you're a kid it's very important right okay but anyways back to my, back to me describing <laughs> myself um mm. my name is bronson i am how 24 okay good I grew up in South Florida, along with you, in your house, <laughs> as your son. Yep. Um, I am a filmmaker. I live in Los Angeles for that. I work in film development and production. It's what I'm interested in. I like to read. I like hanging out with my friends, although we can't really do that anymore because of COVID. Um, You're still doing it. Yeah. But shh, we won't tell anyone. And you are a huge reader. I love to read. I feel like it would be beneficial for us to kind of give the audience, the audience, the listeners. Uh, Technically, they're an audience. It's not yeah. a live audience. Right. Like Tosh.0, he does his things every week. He has not, people in the studio. No, there's no one in the studio. Well, not because of COVID. Right. Okay. But anyways, let's not talk about Tosh.0. I like Tosh. Terrible. <laughs> it's such it's a the longest... Show. Standing show eleven seasons out of any show. Yeah, what listen, do you mean? no, eleven seasons Maybe in a row. out of any show on Comedy Central. No, you'll you'll okay, you watch it. Sixty that. Minutes has been on for fifty eight. Yeah, but seasons. I mean comedy thing. I think SNL has been on for thirty years. All right, you're right. I hear you, but you'll you'll see. I watch. Maybe it. the longest it. running on Comedy Central. Okay, but he's leaving Comedy Central to this year and going to another network. Okay, but good for him. Yeah. I don't even know who watches that show. Except you. Obviously, a lot of people do. Yeah, maybe. He wouldn't be around for 11 seasons going to another network for more seasons. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Okay. So, I think it would be beneficial to, for us to each describe ourselves and our outlook on life. So, I will go. Okay, stop picking your nails. I like to think of myself as very open-minded, moderate, uh, easygoing, carefree, Creative, curious. Uh, I get along with everyone, really, I, I like to think. I don't really dislike people. Uh, yeah, I feel like those 
all kind of are similar things. You left out. You're very. You're handsome. Well, of course that that was a right. given. People and can tell you from are, my voice. You are you very very well read and, and bright kid. But that would sound a little like egotistical if you described yourself as that. But you yeah. are you read you read over a thousand books. Would you not agree? Maybe not a thousand, but Close I've read a lot of books. I like reading. but they're like seven hundred pages, so that's like six books. Yeah, yeah, because books are a hundred pages each. With the ones I would read. Yeah. <laughs> All right, your turn. Tell us about yourself <laughs> and how you view yourself in life. Okay, so I'll be 54 in January. Uh, husband for 28 years, three beautiful boys, almost 25, 21, and 18. Uh, feel very fortunate. I'm a practicing attorney for just shy of 30 years. Grew up in New York. Moved to South Florida about 25 years ago where all my children were born. And I am... Very strong personality, um, alpha type male. Unlike you, I don't like most people. I like those people I care about. I'm somewhat open-minded if someone can convince me otherwise, but other than that, I have them set in pretty much in my views. Um, I love working out. I love martial arts. I love my family and my friends. And... And yeah, I guess that's pretty much it, right? I don't read for pleasure because I read a lot for work. I, I work a lot. I don't mind it. It's been very uh, helpful, beneficial for me and for my family. And I think that's pretty much it, right? Yeah. And I like to have a good time. Work hard, play hard. That's my philosophy. And I love travel. The philosophy of college students. Well, most college <laughs> students don't work hard. That's the difference. They play hard. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So would I leave anything out? No. I think I think all those things describe you. Okay. Are we talking in a soothing voice? Yeah, we are. We're, we're also tired. Like we're both tired. But are we too mellow? This is no. the first one. Should we get a little more upbeat? Or I feel like I'm that guy, I don't know if you know his was name was Ross or something, the painter with the big afro who died. Bob Ross. Bob Ross nineteen. People love Bob Ross. Like, and I'm just gonna take the stroke with a little bit of blue. Mix it with yellow and make it green. People love that shit. I did that pretty well, didn't I? Yeah. 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 Very soothing. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's wraps up. Yeah, wraps up that's that episode one. That's so episode one. So we're going to have, I think, one more follower after this, and we're good. No, we're only joking. Yeah. But this is actually our second time doing the pot, doing yeah. the first episode. Watch out, Joe Rogan. Interesting enough, we already recorded a full first episode. And it didn't really go as we wanted it to, so we're redoing it. Well, it did go well. I think it ran over, yeah. and we didn't have the right equipment, so it, it was had a test echo. run. It had a test run. It had an echo to it. it. Had good energy level. Became, I think, a little too political, but we're going to get yeah, there because political. those things trigger me, right? Uh, as a lot of people I mean, in today's day and age, you can't not be political now. I mean, the election is literally on Tuesday. Unbelievable. On Tuesday, scary. The world will change forever, one way or the other. Well, we're not going to find out on Tuesday, unfortunately, and whatever. You, I'm sure people already know my views. I'm even saying what my views are. Yeah, I think anyone who describes themselves as alpha, like when you describe it as yourself, people are like, oh, you're a Trump supporter. <laughs> I'm glad you find that Who fun. describes themselves as alpha? But am I not an alpha type person? You are. I, you're going to know I'm in a room. I'm in your face. I don't back down. That's who I am. Yeah. Good or bad. It's just who I am. Yeah. That was a little Popeye action. Who I am? Oh, yeah, yeah. I am what I am. Gotcha. Okay. Okay.
We should have like some background music if someone like hits a button and does like um, Popeye. If someone hits a button, you mean if I hit a button? <laughs> I'm not doing it. Our intern over there is going to We should get an intern. Burke. No, like Ari Gold, whatever. He didn't have like an intern. Oh, yeah, no, that system. was Lloyd. Yeah, That's what I do. I'm, I'm a glorified Lloyd. Yeah. I, but I, we should get an, an assistant. How cool is that? Why would we need one? Just to say we have one for this. <laughs> I'm your assistant. No, you're more than that. I'm the showrunner. Sure, Bronson. That makes you feel good. Let's give it you does. labels. It does. Let's label each other. So what do you want to talk about, bud? So we, we've been doing... Um, We've been both on a similar diet, this, both of us, and we've been keeping it, each other on it, and we've been doing pretty well, I would like to think. We've been both doing keto and, and intermittent, intermittent fasting, fasting and working out. Yeah. But we still have not done as well as my brother. No. Who diets. Well, Go ahead. He, he's been on a diet for one week and lost five pounds without that's working out. That's what he and says. And by eating pizza on his diet. That's what he says, yes. Yeah. That's the he, best diet in the world. He's going to not enjoy He's a marvel of... of Science. Yeah, he's not going to enjoy it. We're going to lose one of lose him as a listener when he hears this, but that's okay. Yeah, no, that's fine. That's all right. It is what it is. You know, and nowadays you're going to lose people saying anything. That's just the way it is. Yeah, fuck them. Can't please everybody. No, you can't. Who cares? The weak, thin, skin sensitive. Yep, here we go. Here we go. Oh, go, yeah. keep going. No, keep going. Rant. <laughs> rant. 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 <laughs> Bunch of pussies. But that's okay. Did you see last week this car company, Tuatara? There's some Italian, like, small car company. They broke the world record for the fastest car in the world. Their car reached 331 miles an hour. Who makes it? Tuatara. Let me see. Oh, that's That's high. the car. That it kind of looks, it's like a McLaren and a Ferrari, kind of. Unbelievable. Street legal vehicle. Yeah, Shelby. Wait, who makes it again? It's called Tuatara. Right, is but not the, the name. Who makes it? Uh, Shelby Supercars North America set a new top speed record with a production car hitting a V max of 331 miles an hour. That's ridiculous. It's a race car. What do they sell for? Can you buy it? I don't know if they sell. Crazy. Like this guy said, I know we could have gone faster. One of the designers of it. Um, oh, it's got to be millions of dollars. It just—it's crazy. I don't understand how cars can keep getting better. It is amazing. Technology gets at a better. certain point. We're going right. to hit a ceiling, right? There, right. It can't keep it getting can't better. Get faster and quicker. I mean, it can. It can have rock like rocket cars. It's absurd. Well, the Bugatti's over a thousand miles per hour. I mean, uh, no. horsepower. Horsepower, yeah. So the other night, we you know we went to this our friend's house for the Halloween party. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, probably about 30 middle-aged people. And fun. So, that sounds so fun. It was, it, was, it was a good time. It was, it was definitely two different groups. So, like, one side hung on one side and the other side. But some great costumes. And based on what you – your recommendation, Mom and I went as a McCloskey. My, my genius idea for a costume, honestly. I will take it was all the credit for it. It was great. And McCloskey's for people who don't know because it's kind of a random thing. The McCloskey's are that couple in St. Louis – who during the Black Lives Matter protest in front of their house, they were the ones that like came out. He was carrying like an AK-47 and they were, it's just really funny. And people were like freaking out about them because like, why would you need guns? And Well, they are holding it totally improperly. Something I, about them is just really funny. Yeah, her face was a little twisted. And, and Maybe so, it's and wrong of me to say that they're funny, but they're funny. Well, not funny in a hysterical way. Funny like in like a bizarre way. Funny, yeah. It's just a funny thing that happened. So there's the famous picture of them where he's in his pink polo with his khakis and he has his, reading, his glasses on and he's holding the 
his machine gun in a weird way because it doesn't even make sense. And she's in this black and white striped shirt. Looks like the the joke, uh, the uh, hamburger, hamburger. hamburger from McDonald's. And she's making this really, really, really weird face. Oh, Bryce and, is calling. Let's put him on. Let's see. Oh, he just hung up. So um, you, you you pushed him off. I pushed him off. Yeah. And oh, but now he's calling, calling. Let me call him from here. So let's see if we can get him. It's because right. he's on that. I'm not getting it. Do it before mom picks it up. Let me see. Surprise guest. Hey, baby, how are you? Hey, Bryce. And- Bryce and, and mom, you're live on Daddy's Issues. <laughs> Hello, Brycey Boo. All right, we can't hear you. We're gonna, I'll call you back for myself, Bryce. Yeah, Bryce, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, let me call you back for myself. Bye. Oh, okay. This will be fun. We'll put him on uh, first episode. Hey, what's up? Hey, Bryce. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? I'm good. What's going on? Nothing. Just got out of class. Okay. So you're listen. live on our podcast right now, Bryce. You're what? You're live on our podcast, Daddy Issues, episode one. Daddy Issues? Have you, do you not know about our podcast? Oh, God. You guys are so starting so, we're in the middle of it yeah so Bryce I'm just looking at the Amex charges what's with all the <laughs> what's with all the Ubers I mean you've got $33 $13.91 19.78 13.14 9.1 8.26 12.72 13.1 but if but if you were going your roommate, you pay would have paid twenty bucks each and had your car there each day and it would still have been less. It's absurd. I you remember I asked you when you said just Uber. But how many fucking times are you gonna Uber? Don't pick I went back and forth once every every day. This is definitely a good conversation to have on this podcast right now. This are you are you splitting with your roommate? Is this split? What? Is this split with your roommate? Some of them are, but sometimes he would go back earlier. I would go back and Stay. All right, listen. We gotta. I gotta keep this down a minimum because if Biden fucking wins, it's a new world, new sheriff in town. Yeah, I mean, you're screwed. We're all gonna have to go back to work, really work, and I think you have to go to a state school. <laughs> On part time next semester, so it doesn't even matter. Yeah, but seriously, let's try to keep that shit down. All right. All right, I got you. And you bought yourself a birthday cake. I say that's nice. Yeah, I asked mom. I don't care. It's fine. What did you get? Did what you get fudge the whale? Nah, I got cold stone. Oh, hell yeah. What What you get in it? I got mint chip ice cream with brownies and cookie dough and hot fudge. Nice. Yeah. That would be on Uncle Brand's diet. <laughs> yeah, it's the only thing I really want is uh, a uh, cold stone creamery cake. No, there's nothing wrong with that. But but if Uncle Brand ate it, he'd lose, he would lose three pounds. <laughs> Yeah, that is, it's amazing. So, Bryce, yesterday we got Fudgy the Whale on the way back. Yum. Yeah, destroyed the shit out of Fudgy Whale. And what was the what was the what part of Fudgy Whale did I eat? Did you eat or not eat? Did I eat? Did you think? Yeah, you stole all the fudge and the whipped cream. Yep, he literally hey, cut off the top layer of a whole piece and gave and gave other someone else the ice cream, and he took the fudge. You, he cheats. He steals it. All the good parts. The there was plenty fudge the well for everybody. All right, so keep keep the Uber down. You might have to start walking after tomorrow's election, even though I think Trump will win. Gotcha. Make sure your friends vote, Bryce. Everyone's already voted. 
All right. Because we're all, whatever it's called, we're all absentee balance. Okay. All right. We love you. Love you too. You, you, made, a, uh, you made a guest appearance on the first episode. You should feel honored. I'm very honored. Yeah. So just for you, just so you know, that's Bryce, my middle son, who's a senior at Tulane, who I think um, probably love you to death. But would you say college was the biggest waste of money? No, because it's a lot of fun. Okay, academically, was it a waste of money for me? I guess, but society deems it necessary. So, oh, Ooh, society. Yeah. What? Why does society deem ne- necessary? <laughs> I don't know. You need to go to college to get a good job. And how's that working out for you right now? Not so well, but we'll blame it on the pandemic. Really? Yeah, really. You know, we're fucked if Biden wins. Get a job's going to be impossible. <laughs> Well, everyone should go out and please vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris because it's extremely important and Donald Trump is the Antichrist. Bryce, are you fucking kidding me? Change your last name, bitch. <laughs> I'm not paying you tuition next semester. Actually, actually, if Biden wins, I don't think anybody can pay tuition. Well, it'll be free. Well, it'll all be free. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, no, you- he's going to save you money on that. <laughs> no, it's terrible. It's, it's whatever, Bryce. You better hope. Um, oh, you know, Bryce, that you got that cough. Is that correct? Oh, don't worry. All right. You can walk at any <laughs> socialistic go. medical place. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Good night, Bryce. Right, bye, keep, Bryce. Keep the spending down, please. Keep the spending down. All right. Good luck with your no fan podcast. Yeah, real nice, son. I love you. <laughs> bye, buddy. Bye. All right. We had our first call in guest on the show. That's yeah. big. That generation. I don't even get me started. But you're in that generation, too. He's a good kid, but... No, I'm the last year of millennial. All right, you're three years older than me. Still the same generation. Yeah. Yeah. And just so the, the uh, all my huge listeners out there, Bryce was joking. He's a 110% a Trump supporter. Huge as in fat listeners or... Well, listeners. that's their problem. I, I'm use, using it by number of listeners. Gotcha. I think we'll after this podcast, we're going to double our audience. Yeah, from zero to zero. No, from two to four. <laughs> yeah. We're going to get plenty of listeners. Watch out, Joe Rogan. Yeah. Watch out, Joe Rogan. Yeah. 10 million views an oh, episode. He started somewhere, didn't he? He did. He started as an already famous person. So, wasn't I talking before? You were talking about Halloween. McCloskey's. McCloskey's. So, so, there's this famous... That was pretty good. I remember that. Good job. So, there's this famous picture of the McCloskey's. Well, we already were, explained what the McCloskey's right. were. But he's in his were. pink shirt. Holden, she's in this black and white hamburger. McDonald hamburger. Hamburglar. <laughs> She's dressed up outfit. as a piece of meat. And it's great. So 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 mom, your mom and I dressed as them based on you tell us to do it. It was great. But so once we showed people the picture, it was awesome. So Burke, my youngest son who goes to USC, who's also a Trump supporter, he went as the Joker. And let me tell you, Bronson, honestly. No, he killed it. No, killed it, right? His costume was friggin' sick. This girl did the makeup. It was so scary that he could have been a stand-in. For Phoenix, the whatever The makeup his name feels is, right. Walking Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. Walking. Okay. Like Walking. Yeah. Gotcha. I said, but Bronson, unbelievable, right? He did a great job. So he posted, and then it. Bryce was an Oompa Yeah. Which is, so Bryce was just himself. <laughs> yeah. So he posted it, and he literally got comments from people at USC saying that he's a racist because of us doing the for the McCloskeys, which is unbelievable. I mean, I told you that was going to happen. Like, I, I was all for you dressing up as that. It was my idea because it's hilarious. Right. But nowadays, you know that people 
get triggered by all of it. Yeah, lighten up. And then he went to the Trump rally in California, and he was actually, before he went to the Trump rally, he asked this girl out for lunch on a date, and she was going. And then he later posted he was at the Trump rally, which is his freedom of speech, correct? His right, his First Amendment right. And she texted him and said, I saw on your Snapchat or whatever it is, Instagram, whatever it is, um, that you're at the Trump rally and she canceled lunch. Is that unbelievable? Yeah, but then if it's his right to go to the Trump rally, it's her right to also... Listen, to not go, right? Yeah. Okay, but she lost that on a free meal and hanging out with a very good-looking nice kid. Her loss. But wouldn't you, if you were about to go on a date with a girl and you found out that like she didn't really like Jews in an anti-Semitic way, not in a just not liking them way, wouldn't you be like, oh, I, you know what? I'm off. Yeah, but the difference is one is a political view. One is really like racist. This unfortunate this divide, this divided view. But, woman, let me finish. Yeah, this divided view has become so angry on on the Democratic side. Where I don't care if somebody is a Democrat. It doesn't bother me. I don't care if somebody's liberal. It does not bother me. I'm open to an uh, a, a, an intellectual debate. And by the way, and the beauty of America is you can agree to disagree. That's called the First Amendment right. But why do I have to force my views upon somebody else and if they don't agree with me, then I don't want to hang out with them? Then it means everyone's got to be like me. How do I grow as a person if everyone's like me and we're not different? Shouldn't people be allowed to have a difference of opinion and be able to agree to disagree or or challenge each other but not force it upon them or ruin a relationship and not be friends with somebody? You hear about all these stories, these kids in college where they don't even know what they're even talking about, or just let's say anti-Trump or whatever it might be, and they they what's it defriend you? Is that the right, proper terminology? Or like cancel culture kind of thing. Yeah, we're like you uh, you know unfriend you, unfriend you, right? Yeah. Where they unfriend unfriend you. I mean, it's ridiculous, and half of them don't even know what well, they're even doing. Well, even Don Lemon two days ago on CNN said that he has been casting Trumps like. Anyone who was in his life that voted for Trump, he has cast them out of his life. Okay, that's normal. On CNN. No, that's normal. It's a huge problem. It's a major problem. That's one of the biggest... That's why the country is so high tension. But, because people don't want to listen to the other side. Not only do they not want to listen, they... Even if they listen, nothing will get done because it's too far gone. Each side is so opposite of the other that and, and has villainized the other so that even if it's like if a Nazi keeps coming to you trying to have a conversation you're not going to be like no why would I even bother or if if a super villain keeps coming to you trying to have a conversation to work things out you'll be like no you're a villain it's not worth my time that's how both sides feel so nothing can get solved yeah I I hear you but I but I think from the standpoint of the leaders, I'm talking about lay people like me, you, our friends, our colleagues, and our you know. Right, that's what, just, one, But that's that, why it's so bad because lay people will ne- don't have conversations anymore. But it's ignorant. They're just poisoned by the stupid 24 hour news and social social media crap. But in the same token, it, it's a shame that people. And I'm telling you, and and I know that I might lose half of the listeners, which means drop us down from four to two. Mm-hmm. But I. Th- we just had them. But it gives us growth. It gives us growth. When you're at the bottom, you can only go up, right? Yeah. So what well, we happens can go down is, to zero. Yeah, but even then, <laughs> we're not too far from that. So, but the point is, the it's not happening from the Republican side. People from the Republican side are not 
uh, rioting or not um, shunning people or not causing physical harm to people are not forcing the views to shove it down your throat. Otherwise, but you don't we, consider an outcast. You don't consider people's views from the other side. Would you ever I consider do. AOC or Bernie Sanders' views on something? Okay. You would never even bother because no. if it came out of Bernie Sanders' mouth, you'd, mouth, you'd be like, well, he's just a liberal uh, communist. Why would I even bother? No, no, but I'm talking about people that I talk to. For, right, for example, we were in um, is it Little Gaspar- Gasparilla Island, whatever yeah. it's called. So we were there. There were about eight couples. We had a really nice time for the weekend. And it was the reunion for this couple that got married, second marriage. Both great people, Marshall and Susan, great, great people. Love them dearly. They're just amazing people. Well, they have a different view. They're Democrats and we're Republicans. So Marshall, who's in the insurance business and finances and so forth, and I respect the fact, and he's probably, I would say, maybe 70, is a, is a Democratic supporter and wants Joe Biden. He and I were able to have a full-fledged conversation. I, you were there, weren't you? You mm-hmm. were in the room. So... We didn't attack each other. We, but we that's spoke very about it. rare. I get it, but but we weren't attacking each other. We just had difference of views, and we're trying to talk to each other. And we weren't trying to convince each other that I'm right or vice versa. We just had a conversation about it, and we opposed so each also, other. You are both good uh, candidates from both sides for that. There are just like the left does won't listen to someone, won't let them talk, shoves ideas down people down people's throats. The right does that as well. It, not you don't, uh, Uncle Brandt. He's a prime example of doing that. Yeah. If he finds out someone's a Democrat, he'll literally find out his favorite actor in the world, Robert De Niro, uh, doesn't like Trump, and he ca- completely casts him out. He, he says, I won't ever watch a movie of his. I won't ever support it. That's exactly what the other side's doing. That's exactly it. Well, it's a little different. It, I think that's on both sides. He literally canceled Robert De Niro in his own world because he I, doesn't I, like I, Trump. I, I get it, and, it, and it's definitely... Ignorance on both sides, because that's just silly, and, and, and that's a choice. But the difference is where I find the Democrats are, or maybe not in the Democratic Party, maybe the, this liberal force feeding down your throat kind of thing, is it's sorting to violence and completely shunning you in every regard and taking away certain liberties that, we, that our country is founded upon, and I have issues with that. And understand, even though I am a more conservative Republican— I still believe in 110% pro-choice. I think it's a woman's choice. I believe that if you're in a position to help, you help those who need help. But there's a difference between dictated certain things, dictating certain things to me and, and taking away my, my liberties and my freedoms and my certain choices. That's where I have an issue with. And I don't believe, you know, which is a very concern to me, is that like we taught you kids and, and, and you teach people in, in a democratic society, in the land of opportunity like America, there's no greater nation than America, period. Democratic Republic, there's no greater nation than America. And the beauty is you can come from another country, not speak a word of English, you come here legally, you follow the rules, you do what you need to do, and the sky's the limit how successful you can be. And 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 I, I always don't know say, if it's that way anymore. Well that's what's sad. So remember when I told you when you, you you know, I worked hard, you know, we came from nothing, we worked hard to provide a better life for you kids and hopefully you'll do better for your children. And I said, if you study hard in the private school you went to, you study hard, you study hard, and you get an A. And now the people who didn't study, because they said, I don't need to study, I don't really care, or it doesn't mean and they get an F. And we say, okay, now we're going to spread the wealth, and everybody gets a C to treat everybody equal. It de-incentivizes you to actually want to study. So that's my point. I think that the old saying is don't feed the wild animals because they won't know how to go back into into the uh, wild and feed themselves. I think the same holds true. If you give people everything 
and you don't teach them to fend for themselves. Or one more cliche, one more statement. It's better to give, teach the person to fish than to give them the fish. Don't you agree, Bronson? Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with a lot of what you said. So, I, And I think, I think the biggest issue, well, one of the biggest issues we're having right now is that fundamentally, I think the right feels the way you feel that America is a great country and it's the best country in the world and we have to fight for to keep that. And I think the left fundamentally believes that it's flawed and it needs to change. So I think that wherever you you lay on I that, I don't spectrum, agree on that. I don't agree with you. All right, that's why I'm saying you were on the right. <laughs> no, but I don't. But I you, don't, I, you wait. Of course you agree with <coughs> excuse that. Excuse me. I said the the right believes that America is amazing and the best country in the world. The left be, I agree with that believes component. that America is inherently flawed. No, I don't agree with that component. I mean, that's what the 1619 no. Project is. No. That's what. Wait, Black wait. Lives Matter is all about. No, no, see, no, 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 no. It's saying America's flawed. It's an it's systemically racist. It was built on a racist history. Oh, and please. so but that's what they're saying. So I'm no, saying No, they, they, okay. I I think the first part is that we think America's certain things and should remain in certain foundations and liberties and a, a constitutional rights and so forth. I think the other side is just like Biden's a puppet, which I think that you would tend to agree with me on that, that Biden's a puppet. I think there's such power with certain billionaires and high political um, officials that they're orchestrating all this through social media and the news that Black Lives Matter doesn't even know what they're even fighting for because none of it goes towards African-Americans. Um, there's certain things out there, the mob mentality, social media is huge in this, your generation, which is a little more liberal and, and forgiving and so forth. I think that but that's, So my generation, a lot of people my age believe that America is systemically racist that is built on problematic laws and policies and that it needs to be rebuilt. It needs to be changed and rebuilt. That's what I'm saying. Right. So your generation who really Not everyone, but, the, think, right, the, but your generation the liberal youth. Who, who doesn't know a lot of shit, whose parents paid for everything, are in college, they just want the attention, suicide's an all-time high, depression all-time high, the bullying. Well, that's not all, none of those are our fault. <clears throat> no, but I'm saying this, I'm not talking about fault, I'm saying- Those, are all, you, are, those are all done through external factors on us. You think we all decided to be the most depressed generation? Okay, and again, listen, and blaming someone else for the actions, that's the problem. Well, that's the- you. How could we choose to be the highest suicide generation? There right. are external things that are causing people to kill themselves. I agree with that. Right. So it's not. But it's. But you yeah. think it came about in ten years? It's a. It's an issue that happens. So, so then we created the whims. What can I tell you? It's yeah. Incredible. But the point is, it's this whole. Your generation doesn't even know half of what it's fighting for. They just isn't doing the youth always in history tries to make the world better. That's what youth is. How is your the, youth making? How is your generation no, making? It I'm better? not saying that they're successfully doing they, it, no, but, they, but they're, they're trying to. They're trying in what way? Whatever the, what they think is best. I don't. Tell me. I don't agree that I'm it's best. I'm not saying you agree, but tell me what you think. Being that you are in that generation, I don't what subscribe do to a lot of those ideas. But, so, right, but, but let's talk but about that, some like, of the ideas. Like like people who were marching in L.A. in every city with Black Lives Matter. The, wait, wait, the, marching? The people who were they marching? Were, the people who are my age, who were like me. College educated, spoon good, fed, what? Just spoiled brats. Okay, entitled. Fine. Even take all those things. The, those kids, spoon fed, entitled kids who heard of a Black Lives Matter protest 
in L.A. Wait, to, wait, 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 let me finish. But the word protest is something different than what actually happened. Okay. Protest means you walk down the street, right? Different story. That was a protest? I'm, I'm in the middle of telling you, and you're presuming to finish my sentence. I didn't finish the sentence. Go ahead. The people, the spoon, you asked me. Wh- what are they thinking? Right. So a, 25, a 24-year-old guy who shows up to the, a Black Lives Matter protest with his friends in July when all this was happening. I believe that that person be- thinks in their brain. I don't know if I necessarily agree, mm-hmm. but that person in their brain believes that what they're doing is for the betterment of people. I don't, they're not like, they're not thinking I'm going to work with the billionaires to bring down the country and stop Donald Trump and destroy the deep state and QAnon. No, they're just like, I want what's best for people. I want fairness and equality. Or you think that like, if I showed up to the Black Lives Matter protest, you would think I'm there for the deep state no. and the pedophile no. ring in Washington. No, it's not all. I think the majority of youth has idealistic goals that are great in theory, and they just don't know how to execute them. And sometimes they execute them wrong. But youth, like... like, I think they do it just because of the mom mentality and want the attention I'm going to belong to. Because a lot of these kids want the attention and are bored... And they're going to use it as social media and they care about its perception and posting this on Snapchat or Instagram. And they say, I'm part of the movement when probably more than half have no idea what the movement even is, how it benefits the movement, who's controlling the movement, the proper way to go about it. And then they leave and they get back and they had a little white BMW, go back to their private colleges and universities. And they say, mom, will you Uber me money for, will you Venmo me money for rent? I That's agree. what I think the reality is. So- and then what happens because of this whole mob mentality, which is terrible, where you're shamed because if you're white, you're automatically prejudiced. If you're white, you automatically have white privilege, which means you're prejudiced. If you support America, which is where we all live in, you are prejudiced and you're anti-American if you support America. Now, my philosophy, you don't like America? The guy Levin said today, we were watching, he was brilliant, his, his closing argument he said on Fox today, tonight, he goes, there's hundreds of other countries out there if you don't like America... Go to those other countries. But dad, they said that to the Jews in 1937. The Nazis said to the Jews, if you don't like, if you don't like Germany, leave. That's not true, Bronson, because what happened was Hitler wanted to. But you say, say all the time, if you were, if you were in Germany in the thirties and the rise of the Nazis, you would fight for your, the country that you love. You wouldn't flee. Correct. So, so but now you're telling these people who are fighting for their country in their view, they're fighting for their country. No, they're fighting huge, for the country no, that they they're want. No, they're not. There's a huge difference. Let me explain something. There's a huge difference. You, you, you keep going back and equating to Hitler and the Nazis. Well, just because you're and Jewish, I, no, so you but can I'm relate saying, to it. You can but, understand. But Hitler and the Nazis. I'm not comparing no, anything Nazi something. with current Listen, political no, system. Let me explain something. Hitler and the Nazis, and you know more about this because you studied this, okay? But Hitler and the Nazis wanted to annihilate the Jews... Blacks, Asians, anybody different than that complete political belief. And they wouldn't let you flee Germany. They were killing the Jews. Big difference. The views that I'm saying, I'm saying I'm okay with other people's views. I believe in live and let live. I believe that's what America is based on. That's called the First Amendment right. You want to you, you make money? You work hard for it. You, you say your piece, you're allowed to. You don't have to agree with it. It's called the First Amendment right. That's a constitutional right. Anything is free speech as long as it doesn't incite riot. However, there's ways to go about it. 
So when the Jews, using your analogy, because I, me being, you're trying to say I can equate to it being a Jewish person, right? The reason why I would have to defend if I was back in the late 30s, early 40s, is because they're going to kill me and annihilate the Jews, and, I, and I'm, I don't think the Jews should become extinct. Different. Here, we can have seven, <clears throat> how many people in America? It's not 320 million. Oh, so, so let's say 330 million people in America. The beauty is, America is based on everybody being different, and it evolves. But there's procedures and protocol and so forth, and you still have to follow the First Amendment right. And of nobody's course, better than anybody else. Nobody can physically harm anybody. I don't think I could say, that person's a moron. I could say completely, I want to befriend you on Facebook or unfriend you, whatever, because it shows you my age. I want to unfriend you on Facebook because I think you're more, I think that's ignorant, but you still have the right. But there's no physicality behind it. There's no forcing you to, to accept my views. I was, I'm going to beat you up. There's no fear of me taking away your personal effects, your rights, what you work for, taxing you higher, things like that. That's where I have the problem with. So, me too. So, You're right. So it's a big difference. So, so again, I don't, and the reason why I say about the children, I get, look, we all know that with age and life experience comes certain things and growth and the more life experience you have, you're better off. You, you're in a different position to discuss something. So I'm not knocking your generation. I'm just saying most of your generation that's involved with, they don't even know what they're even fighting for. Right, but your generation in the, in the 60s and 70s were pro- protesting against the government all the time. Vietnam War, Korea. Those are like the whole hippie culture was about protesting the government. Protesting the government. And again, I wasn't there, so I can't speak on behalf but of But I'm that. just saying the youth has always, that's but, what that's what the, the youth always do. But Bronson, they it's gotten pushed so back. bad. I agree. That's why I don't support a lot of it. Okay. So so I support it in theory. I support the idea of of wanting to make the country a better place. But there are ways to do it, and there are ways not to is do it. it. A, is it a you know the old saying history uh, history sometimes repeats itself, right? Yeah, but the better saying is that history history doesn't repeat itself, but it rhymes. That's what Mark Twain says, because history doesn't repeat itself. It's not like we're going to get Hitler coming again, but hit, history rhymes. Certain things come back, right? But it's if you, but familiar but if things. But if we erase our history, like hit, it, there's nothing we can do about the past. You can never erase the past. All you can do is go forward and learn from it, right? And you, so, it's very important to learn from it. Because 100%. us humans now are the exact same humans as 300 years ago. 100%. So they already went through certain problems that we can look back, learn from those problems, and never go through them again. 100%. But if we, but taking down statues, trying to uh, change history, trying to rewrite it, not, te- not teach about America, okay, and the foundation of America to our youth and so forth and things like that, and education, which I think is the key for everybody. I think that... Lack of education for every ethnic group, every financial, soci- social, soci- what's the social word? economic, social, thank you, social economic group. I think that we have to have that in place and to redo it and do that. Right, but then let me pose this to you. You, as a kid in America, learning from your textbooks and your history classes, even me when I was learning, we weren't learning 100% of real history. We were learning skewed history. So what's to say if you don't skew it? Like the history that you learned, the real quote, air quotes, American history was already a tainted um, through a specific lens of history. Like there are things that are purposefully omitted from history classes for the last 50, 80 years, purposefully omitted. So I I agree with you. I'm just playing like a devil, devil's advocate because I agree you should never you shouldn't try to erase history just because you don't agree with it. 
if you don't agree with it, you should even study it more so you can learn from it. So tearing down statues, erasing things, but you were saying we should go like we should go back to how we were doing it, learning about American history. We American history has always been flawed. Like teaching what? of American history, like they don't teach us in in uh World, like when you learn about World War II, you don't learn about like Japanese internment camps where you, where you held th- tens of thousands of Japanese Americans in camps just because they were Japanese Americans. Okay, well, first of all, but you never learn about that. You never <coughs> learn about the Tulsa race riots where Black Wall Street in Tulsa, Oklahoma in the 1920s. Yeah, I think it was in the 20s. It was very prosperous economic neighborhood in Tulsa. The KKA came in, burned it all down in one day and completely obliterated hundred, like hundreds of people's businesses. That's purposefully omitted from American history. Okay. Well, a couple of things. First of all, like religion, like the law, like teachings, any kind of teachings, this human component comes into play, right? So there's no such thing as blind justice because you have jurors and you have a judge that are human beings that some bias and prejudice come into effect. Would you? That's just the way it is. Same thing with teachers from whether it's a rabbi, a reverend, a priest. People are people. Well, same thing with those who write textbooks and so forth, things like that, that there is some sort of subjectivity to it and a skewed view. But like you said, you want to learn more about it, you can become a history major and dig deeper and learn more about it and find out what the real truth is and 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 read those publishing and so forth. But what I'm saying is, and again, we can make, we can take various things and, and find flaws in everything that we talk about, but at the same token, there is some sort of foundation with regards to American history. So to erase what Lincoln did or take down a statue of... Well, era- yeah, erasing <laughs> history is, that's what I'm saying. Like, we have already erased history like in the when you were learning history, there was already parts that were erased. I don't think we should erase any history. So now that that's become super trendy to literally erase big parts of history, bad or good, depending on which side you're on. Because one side might view it as bad, one side might view it as good. I don't think it's a good idea at all. It's just completely idiotic to want to erase history because you physically cannot. Even yeah, if it was terrible, shouldn't you want to learn from the terrible history that you had? You shouldn't want to forget. You should. Want to learn and not repeat it. We're agreeing. We're agreeing. I know we are. I think that to nobody will, for me personally, nobody will intimidate me to try to change my views by intimidation. I change my views by education. It's it's just not a good way to go about getting what you want. But this is what's going on. And this is the problem I have. Not the difference of the views. Right, I could say you're a moron. Me too. I think Me you're too. an idiot. I don't agree, I agree with, you. with. I agree with some views on the left. So do I. I agree with a lot of views on the left, probably more than on the right. But the way that a lot of them go about it is not the way to go about it. It's just not. Okay. I for example, I don't have. I think everybody should have an education, the right for education. I think everybody should have the right to healthcare. I agree with that. Education at what level? Everyone. All- I think everybody should have the right for college education. If they, if they can qualify academically for whatever that might mean, they might go to like, whether it's a community college or whatever it might be. 
But when right, I but s- even now community colleges are like thousands <laughs> okay, and thousands of dollars. But Bronson, what I'm saying is But also not everyone has to go to college. Listen, but but for those who need health care, everyone should have the option for health care. That, but that's not the case. I'm saying, but I'm agreeing with that. So as, you're as for universal health care. No, I'm for people having the opportunity to have health care, but I don't But I don't, how do you do that without the government doing it? How do you do it if you how do you Give everyone the opportunity. Well, if I, I, we come from a, a well-off, <clears throat> privileged family. And if I didn't have my job, I wouldn't have health care. Okay, so how do, we have, how do we get everyone because to do I, it when we have I, 20 again, million people I don't know how to solve the problem, but, I, but, I, but what I'm trying to get is that there should be certain criteria and qualifications. For example, right, so unempl- unemployment. But, but the left is proposing that. The left yeah. is proposing saying, we want to give health care no, to Socialism is a difference. Well, so how do you how do you give everyone they're, healthcare they're, and not they're, have they're, socialized medicine? No, no because okay. you might just have to. I don't know. No, listen for a second. What I'm trying to say is there is you you if the like an education, not everybody needs to go to let's say Ivy League or private school. There's other ways around it. But on the same token, I believe that's like saying just like everybody should be a boss. No, if you if you want to go to college and the government's going to help you. With loans, you shouldn't go for free. I don't think you should go for free. I no, think if either. you believe in yourself, you get the loans and you have to pay them back. I don't go. think it should be as expensive <coughs> as, it, as it is, but I don't think it should be for free. I don't free. think it should be as expensive for what it is for me paying for my kids going to no, USC and Tulane as I'm well. Saying, I'm saying it's college, a joke. no college should be as expensive as it is. I agree with that is. completely. It's completely absurd. I agree with that. But I also don't think it should be free for everyone to go to any college they want. I don't think it should be free, period. I think that people believe in themselves they want that higher education. They should have to have some skin in the game, and they should have to pay back. The but some people loans. literally can't get any skin in the game, no matter how hard they try. But they can an, an if orphan. they get a job. Listen, an orphan. Listen, if they eventually but get, if you a, get job, a job, you can't. When you were when you were going to college, if you got a job, you could pay for yourself to go to, through college. No, I couldn't. I couldn't back then. It wasn't a lot of money. Right, but it's it's ten times the you can't. I work a good job, and I work all day. I work twelve hours a day in a good job, and I would not be able to pay. To put myself through college. And even if I could, when would I go? I'm working 12 hours a day. You go at nighttime. But listen. But a, I phys- but I'd have to work 10 years to save up the money no, to go to college. What I'm saying is, Bronson, no. What I'm saying is. So I'm saying sc- even. No. Even me, about, a privileged person. But even me, a privileged person. If I were to do it on my own, you, I couldn't you even put. Are you fortunate? Both. I'm both. I'm not privileged because I'm white. I'm not saying that I'm privileged because I was born into a wealthy family. That's privilege. You, you're privileged because I busted my ass right. to that lifestyle. I'm pri- you're not privileged because you worked and, and earned all your money. Of course I'm privileged. I'm, it's not a bad thing. Let's go back to the college thing for a minute. And I think we're, you're missing what I'm saying. No, and, and but I'm, maybe I'm not clear. saying? Give me one second. But I'm saying nowadays you said, you said everyone should be able to go to college, but you have to have, your, have, to have skin in the game if you want to go for higher education. Let me explain But I'm saying if, even if I worked and worked and worked, me in the fortunate position that I'm in wouldn't even be able to get skin. No, of the game you're missing what I'm saying. Listen for a minute, or I'd have to pay the lo- a loan back for over thirty years. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Listen for a minute. But that's Listen. crazy. No, it's not crazy. Listen, Th- for I a have second. to pay thirty years for four years of college. Listen for a second. Okay. Just clear me out. Your school, let's would say, was like with everything in the it was seventy thousand dollars a year net dollars. Mm-hmm. Now, I paid for it. That was very fortunate for you. And I, you had your apartment, and it was great. But if you didn't have me, and you wanted to go to school and you couldn't afford it, you could take a student loan. 
and you can, and not working, just take a student loan, and you would, and and it would be like two hundred bucks a month, and you have to pay it back face for the rest of your life until you start making good money. Just hear the me out. The rest of my life. But hear me out, Bronson. Is it any different than a mortgage for thirty years? Okay. But a mortgage for thirty years is an ass, a big asset. But well, the asset is you believe in yourself. Yeah, you but, the but asset. college, the, uh, <laughs> no, the asset you, of college is not worth okay. that. Wait, loan. okay. It's but not then worth maybe it. the world changes. Then rather than I think the college system needs to change. I think you should still have to take finish. out a loan to go to college or work really hard. But instead of seventy thousand dollars, it should be twenty thousand dollars. Okay, Why you're right. But, seven, but you could go to F, you can go to a Florida State school for eight grand a semester. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So not only needs to go to a private institution, there are plenty of schools out there. You can go to FAU and it's 10 grand a semester. There's different things, schools you can go to. So it's like this saying, I, I love cars. I drive nice cars. What's wrong with driving a Hyundai Genesis? The leases of you. It's a nice uh, car for a lot of people, actually. Uh, my point Volkswagen Jetta, $199 a month. Okay. $50 a week, that car to lease that car. We can go to a college same way. If you, your asset, no, I, I the agree asset is 100%. you. If you believe in yourself, you believe in yourself. For example, if you don't have money and you start a business, you take a loan. You can take an SBA loan. You take this. People need money to to for healthcare they, or whatever it might be or for various things. They take the money out of their house, their asset. You believe in yourself to pay it back. If you believe that you're going to be successful, you take the student loan and you pay it back. Yeah. There's no I just rides. don't think like college is, it is a, is a big a waste of enough money. investment to be paying off for 30, 40 years. Well, maybe now with online story. campuses and maybe now what's going on, maybe people see. But, no, but now it's even less of an investment because you're paying the same but getting half. Well, no. So some of these schools, for example, could be, you know, they're different like Phoenix University. Right, or like Washington. Grand Canyon University. Right. And, and now you see last year, because of COVID, those seniors are not getting jobs. This year's probably not going to get jobs. Who knows? Maybe, people might just start. Maybe college will become obsolete right. in a couple of years. Like how Bryce on the phone was just saying, you got to go to college. In 10 years, my children might feel very differently about maybe we, going right, to college. Maybe we go to the system where, yeah, like other places in, Euro- in European countries, where before you go to university, you have to work for a year or two. Right. You go, or you go, you go into a trade, or you go into an internship. Right. You go. Listen, I think college is a crowd. Oh, that's shit. interesting. That actually might happen. People might start realizing. Society as a whole might start really like, eh, we don't need college anymore. It's obsolete. Well, look today. So, so only high level, like if you industries like need college law, lawyers, doctors, right. things like that. So, so even like look at Burke. So, there's a lot of Burke's friends at USC that the parents say it's online. You know, we had to get him an apartment, right? Which you know about Bronson. You know, which cost twelve hundred bucks a month. Yeah, I helped him move in. This is so nice yeah. for a regular. Beautiful. And he's a freshman. Twelve hundred bucks a month. For the what the rent is, that's one of him in the four and a quad. Yeah, that's he's has forty eight hundred bucks. Forty eight hundred bucks a month. <laughs> the place is a shithole for that. It's nice for a freshman, but it's a shithole for five grand a month. Right. So, how many people do we know? And we, I know a lot of parents that one, the parents did not send their kids to school this semester. They took a, they took a gap semester, a gap year because it's a waste of money. And, that's what I said for birth to do. And or, but I want him to get on with his life. And or, these parents say, fine, you can do online. I'm still paying for you to go. To School, but you can live at home because I'm not paying an extra, you know, fourteen, fifteen thousand dollars a year just yeah, for you to live off camera. So you get it, and it's nothing to do with economics. These are wealthy people, so, it has so maybe to do college with will change. Yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, I think COVID it's a waste is of COVID money. clearly is already changing a lot of things in society and in individual people's lives for good. So I th- I think that that might be one of them. I never even thought about that before, but that's an interesting one. I I think as a parent putting three kids through college. 
unfortunately, in my world I live in, in our circle of society, of what we want out of it for all of our children, college was necessary. However, for trades and things like that, speaking as a parent who put three kids through private school and private colleges, I 110% think it's a big waste of money. I think these kids use it as a party thing to grow socially, big deal, not for that dollar amount. And you are living proof you graduated a year early, and it did get you to a very good point where you are in your career right now as a, basically a 25-year-old kid. But I also certainly did not need the college for, but that's for what I was getting. my you career. Did, you, you knew more from your private school and your own I knew more from my independent learning from than my high school and college. Right. So college was a waste. But on the same token, you know, one can make the argument, you hear this, but it brought you to where you are, the good, bad, and the ugly. You are. That was part of your journey. Right. And so you ended up... Whoever knows, because that's the old butterfly effect, right? So no one knows what's what. Or if I didn't go to college, I might be even better off. <clears throat> Who but knows? I, you're right. Yes. But I do believe that not everyone needs to go to college. I, I think that most people, poor and or affluent, will tell you college is a waste from an academic and financial standpoint. I don't think anyone says, oh, yeah, it was the best money I spent, a quarter million dollars, net dollars no. for four years. No one ever says it was. But, but who knows what the future will hold? I don't, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. But it, it is interesting because being 54 in a couple of months, no one cares where I went to college. Does My age. It? I'm three years out of college. Right. I never even think about it anymore. No one asks. I don't even think about college, where I went, where anyone else went. It's no. not, it doesn't play cares? a role in my life at all. Right. Ivy League, not Ivy League. It means nothing because at some point in your life, and this is where, this is, this is another interesting thing, and we could talk about this, is that because at some point, where you went to college, how you got into college, whether you qualify, whether you got into because you're a minority or not a minority, or if you got in because of extra time, because you needed to take the test, whatever. When you're out and you're in the real world, it's either put up or shut up. It's all bullshit. So you're either going to be successful and succeed by you. You're not going to be mom and dad talking it's a to the teacher. What's what? The workforce, not really anymore, because that's kind of being ruined, but it's a meritocracy. It's based on your merit. If you perform, if you do well, if Meritoc- you're smart, you, get, you progress. Right. Right. So, so, so all the stuff that's is a waste. That's what society should be. It's, that's being changed And often. that's sad. That's the old saying, everyone wins or gets a trophy. Right. Okay. When but I grew see, up. But see, when I was six years old playing flag football, we weren't the ones that were saying everyone needs to get a trophy. It's not fair otherwise. It was our parents who yeah, were saying everyone needs a trophy. It's terrible. It's terrible. When I grew up, first, second, and third. That's it. No one right. else. But we didn't know as kids. We, we just showed up to the trophy ceremony yeah, and right. our parents handed out trophies shame. to everyone because they didn't want anyone's feelings hurt. Created a bunch of wimps. We didn't say, we don't want our feelings hurt. We were six. We don't know. <clears throat> so and then we grow up in that mindset. So I'm, so I'm doing a closing the other day with a client. And you know who they are. I'm not going to mention the name. Husband and wife. And they have three daughters and the kids um, go to private school. Don't give out too many details if you're about to say something negative about them. No, I'm not saying anything negative. I'm saying okay. what talking about. And the kids are older. And I remember talking, and we got into this whole discussion. And they, they have the same political views as I do and so forth. And they're good friends of ours. And I was saying, we're the blame. Because I remember you and I talked about the night before. Because you were talking you were talking about that book. 
that you, you know, what's the name of that the book? The Coddling of the American Mind, yeah, which, which everyone gotta, should read. Which you got to give me. Who's the author of that? It's uh, Jonathan Haidt and Greg Lukianoff. So, so why don't you tell briefly what the book's about, and then I'll continue the story about the closing. Okay, I don't know how brief I can make it, but I'll try to make it very brief. Basically, kind of similar vein to what we've been talking about for a while, this episode, but it's about how more so the iGen is what they call it, which is people like born 1996 and after. So it's like right after the millennials. So I'm right on the cusp, so I'm kind of in both camps. Um, but it's about how that generation... at as they were hitting college, like 2014, 2015, the college landscape completely started to change with safe spaces and trigger warnings and microaggressions. Trigger and, warnings. And administrations <laughs> changing to like cowtail to what the students want and making sure everyone is included. And all of these issues that were literally were arising like within one year. And so the authors kind of trace it all back and describe how the iGen, like the internet generation, was raised in a world that taught them all these things. And so now they're entering the real world and they're changing the real world to fit what they want the world to be. So that's like, they talk about how teen depression is up and teen suicide and they trace why that is. And a lot of it's because of, of us growing up with social media and more political polarization and our parents being helicopter parents and, and giving us seven extracurricular activities after school instead of just letting us go play out in the yard with stranger kids in the neighborhood and constantly supervising us instead of free play. That's like the big thing that they say. Children having unsupervised play and getting into trouble themselves, getting hurt themselves, learning their own uh, lessons instead of being taught by parents. So anyways, all, that's what the book's about. How all of those things from our childhood led us to be now the adults where we are and that's why a lot of us are part of Black Lives Matter and Antifa and burning down statues and buildings and stuff because we're trying to change the world and reshape it in the skewed mindset that we were raised in. So basically, it's our fault for fucking you up and us telling yes. you guys you're the best and, and you were all the best and hey, you, there's nothing you can't be if you don't put your mind to it, blah, 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 blah. And always be there breastfeeding you. Right. And, right. and, and I after see school, we, I would, see that. So, we had two hours of homework. We had violin lessons. We had sports. Yeah, we had yeah, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's that's why I always children. like to be a little bit of a hard ass. When I grew up, my father would say tough. That was it. You right, scrape but, your and, knee. And when you grew up, you, came up, you would get off the bus from school and you'd go run around the neighborhood and play with your friends and do whatever come back dinner. until dinner. Right. A whole different I thing. could never do that when I was a kid. And right. you guys were pretty good with that. And still, I could never do that because... Parents are very fearful. They track how like parents, how your generation of parents growing up in the 80s and the 90s uh, saw all these things on the news and were told about all these kidnappings and how unsafe the world was. And you were, there was so much fear put into you as parents, your generation, that when you had kids, you never let them out of your sight. You never let them do their own thing. Well, um, then what? I mean, the world got a little sicker. So, no, so but a- the, in the book, they proved <clears throat> that... Now, as a, when you were growing up, especially in in New York, where you grew up, was so much unsafe, more unsafe than where I grew up and when I grew up. Okay, the amount of rapes, the amount of murders, the amount of kidnappings. Um, I want to. There's practically the no kidnappings now. I they, wanna... they said there's. It's like one percent. One percent of children in America get kidnapped, and like three percent of the 
kids who get kidnapped maybe or fear, by a stranger. Because it was so bad, the kidnapping and like that. Maybe we had fear. Who knows? Right. But it's a great book. What's the name of the book again? The Coddling of the American Mind. Everyone should read it. Okay, I will read it. And then maybe down one of these, you know, I'm a slow reader because I, I read a lot for work. So maybe I will go ahead and we'll talk about it again then and another yeah. podcast when we're up to uh, 7,000 li- listeners. Word up, brother. Word up. So my point going back. So I'm doing this closing. And they have three daughters. Very, very, very nice family. And we were talking about that book because you just finished the book. You tell me to read it. This is about a week ago. And so I'm going to close. And of course, I get in my rants and I'm aggravated. And I, and I trigger easily when I you know, hear a lot of these things. You need nonsense. safe spaces in your life. <laughs> no, I, I am my own safe space, brother. Yeah. So, and I remember them telling me a story. Their daughter's like 28 now and when she was in like a middle school. And how the girl got like an A minus. And the parents, she wanted an A. So the parents went and spoke to the teacher. And just so you know, I'm shaking, my shaking head. his head, right? <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I said, and I gave the story, which is a true story, that I think was Bryce, if I'm not mistaken. We had two printers in our old house, one upstairs and one downstairs. And the printer upstairs was out of ink. I don't know if you know the story or not. And Bryce went to go print it. And I said, just print in the morning downstairs. And he went to go print the printer downstairs. And the little, you remember you had those three little desks in the locker room there? And that printer wasn't working. So he handed it in and we uh, wrote a note saying it's not his fault. Like typical, like parents. I think it was, it might have been an eighth grade, ninth grade thing. And the teacher gave him a zero. And he came home and he told us. And I said, you know what, Bryce? Teacher's 110% correct. Yep. Yep. And the reason why is because if you were an employer and you didn't have your shit together, I'd be like, I don't give a fuck. You had an obligation. You had a right. job. He could have gone to Kinko's. He could have gone <coughs> to the correct. neighbor. He could have gone. And I told this story to the parents. And I said, I remember you talking about your daughter. And they go, no, we still agree with our position. I go, and thus, that's the problem. Your kids are this and that. And this is what we parents do. And we fuck up our kids. Because how many times have I told you, Bronson, you remember certain, you didn't like certain teachers? They go, well, you know what? You're not going to like your employer or your employers. Suck it up. Deal with it. Good enough for Pinecrest. Good enough for us. And that teaches certain things in the pen. Teach you to be responsible. And that's, in a very short nutshell, major part of the problem. Major part of the problem. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I see it. And, I, and, I'm, and I'm part to blame on that. I'm a little more of a hard-ass than a lot of our other parents our age, but I see it. Yeah. So we're kind of nearing the end, but I want to bring up something really funny that I think, right, and to end on a lighter note, because we've, right. been, we've been talking about some heavy stuff. So you know, you know what My Little Pony is, right? Yes. It's like those little... Yeah, it's a girl thing. It's those little toys, and then they made a movie out of it. Right. So there's this whole movement. Am I going to be aggravated (laughs) by this? Do I even want to hear this shit? You don't want to hear it. Seriously, I got to move. There's this whole movement called bronies, which are like guys who love My Little Pony. Okay, which is scary. But it's like sexual, and it's a whole thing. And so there's this. There was this video that was posted on Reddit. Come on, I gotta see this. There's this video that was posted on Reddit last week, <laughs> and it was, it's called. It's there's literally a whole convention called BronyCon about a bunch of guys who love My Little Pony and get together. And you know that's scary. So at BronyCon, there's all so these things called <laughs> a, a waifu. Is like a pillow that. Usually it's like an anime thing. Wait, and well, how do you find this shit? That's scary too. So, Bronson. So, so a waifu is a pillow that is usually in the shape of like a, a cartoon girl. Like it has a cartoon girl printed on it. And guys like sleep with no, it at night. No. And like it becomes their wife. 
So th- these guys okay, took it to another that's level. That's a problem. <laughs> these guys took it to another level and have My Little Pony waifus. So that's W A I F U S. I'm looking at it right now on the internet. So they have My Little Pony waifus. So at BronyCon 2019, wait, there's a thing? BronyCon? Oh, it's a full convention. Where? It, it changes every year. But so wait, what's wait, that on the day of what? Wait, is wait that? so this, this video that I'm about to show you, I just wanted to give you some context. So these guys oh are bronies. They're men who love My Little Pony. They have weight perverts. Yeah. They have they have um waifus, which are pillows of a woman, but theirs are of My Little Ponies. And now we're about to watch their weddings to their pillows. Okay, now this I'm is wait, a before wedding you start, wait, ceremony. Before you start, <laughs> do you think these people really should read the same oxygen? Honestly, Honestly, when you watch it, I feel bad for them. Something's wrong. Yeah, they but, need, but, they but need here's help. the problem, though. I want to say, but those are people that become pedophiles, disturb people. I mean, at scary. least scary. It, it's better. It's better that they're doing this. This is harmless. Oh, I don't think that's harmless. They, I don't they, think that's harmless. They could be marrying a seven-year-old real girl. That's the next step. Okay, you gotta watch this. How do you find this shit? It was posted on Reddit, like on on our cringe. And what does that mean? So the the video starts on the day of the M L P A N E L. I don't know what that is. Three anons, which is like three random guys, formed a special permanent bond with their waifus. So that's these guys who are all dressed up and they're holding Face their pillows. No, there's no way. That they're holding pillows mess. of ponies. Oh, look at these guys. I know. I feel bad for them. They're all overweight, obviously. And they're ha- like, look how Is happy that a Reverend marrying them? Yep. That, they all look like they're homeless. Welcome, friends and family. It's a whole ceremony. It's got to be California. It's got to be California. I think it goes around every year. How, how bad do you feel oh, for these Oh, look guys? at these people. Look at this guy. I feel bad. You're joking, right? And this is 100% serious. Look, he's marrying that doll of a pony. A this pillow bullshit. of There's a My no Little way. Pony. This guy got a fucking cardboard box with, with magic markers as eyes. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah, these guys are problems. It's scary. It's just, some, like, that's some, something did you know, wrong. Did you ever know that this was a, a thing that existed no, in America? Now I'm more upset. <laughs> They're saying vows. He's saying vows to his thing, to his pony. And there's an audience. There's 50 people around this one but he guy. he has a tag. Like he's for the convention. Yeah. And they all give them special names. And you know that they like Look fuck at, the pillows at night. Oh, I don't want to hear it. Yeah. So I just wanted to introduce you to that world. Why? Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you tell me that's one more thing for me to have my rant about? Look, oh, look, look oh, he's put putting a ring, a ring on the unicorn. He's putting a ring on the horn of his pony. And they're, and they're, and they're married. Yep. Is he going to kiss? One minute. Oh, and he put a ring he put on himself. himself. Oh, Wait, gonna he's going to kiss it. And no way. He's holding the back of her head. No way. It's a, it's a stuffed animal. He's going to say you may kiss the bride. One minute. One minute. You may not kiss yep. the bride. Oh, he's making out with his uh, oh, I have chills. pillow of a toy. Oh, and my God. There's 75 people oh, watching. Oh, easy. There's over 100. Yeah, easy. Wow, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's got to be California. There's a line of people ready to, to get married to their pillows. Look at these people. There are three women in the whole place. Everyone else is a guy. All these people look like the homeless people on Venice in the tents. 
Look at that. Yes. Bryce so, looks like he could blow to this. <laughs> Wait, what's this site so people could see what this is crazy as shit? Um, I'll have the I'll have the link to this video in our video description. Honestly, I have chills in the back of my neck. It bothers me. This was in Baltimore, Baltimore Convention Center. They have this BronyCon every year. It's a big thing. What's two thousand? Let's see when two thousand twenty-one BronyCon. BronyCon? Yeah. Let's see what comes up. BronyCon twenty twenty. The last BronyCon tears, but the prompt this from the Baltimore Sun. Organizers. The last BronyCon tears with the promise of one big final party. The best BronyCon ever was last year. His first as convention chair when he welcomed thousands of My Little Pony fans on opening night. The highlight has been simply getting to know these people as friends. The best time of all came a couple years ago when he and about 60 bronies partied in the basement of a Baltimore pizzeria. Especially after they found a karaoke machine and really started getting to get to it. Someone put on Bohemian Rhapsody, and I got a video of one of our other more heavyset guys doing the lead role, standing on a table singing Mama Mia, Mama Mia. <laughs> wow. A summertime tradition in Baltimore since 2013, BronyCon was named for the predominantly and perhaps surprisingly male teen and young adult fan base that arose soon after the show's debut. My Little Pony Friendship is Magic is based on the line of toys and follows the adventures of Twilight Sparkle. Princess Celestia, and the other sentient talking ponies of Ponyville. The con will be exiting on what its organizers are determined will be a high note. They're expecting an attendance of around 11,000 people. Yeah. These are all the same people that are... Uh, it's it looks like it's not going on this year. Thank, thank They originally planned to run through 2025. It was announced at the closing ceremonies of the 2018 convention that 2019 would be the final year. Oh, well, good. 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 Bronies can't get married anymore at, at the con. I think they should do petition a petition for BronyCon 2020. There Here, you should go. we sign the petition? <laughs> All right, dude. We're gonna, <laughs> All right. Should we scary, end on that note? That's some scary ass shit. And guarantee these are all uh, Democratic supporters. They don't even vote these people. They're weirdos. Yeah. That's some stupid. Those are like QAnon people, too, a lot of them. What is that? QAnon. We'll save QAnon for next time. If I you don't know, know what QAnon know, is? No, what is that? Oh, perfect. That's a perfect thing to end on. We will save QAnon is for it the top of episode. Is it me again? There. No, QAnon's like a Trump thing. Okay, because this stuff triggers me. Because this becomes the beginning and the end. This is what the world's going to eventually become. It scares me. All right, enough of that. Yeah. All right, brother. This is good. First episode. I enjoyed it. Done. Proud of you. Oh, you. What did we say that we were going to do at the end of every episode? Love you, Bronson. Yeah, we were going to say we love each other so that if, it we always got fought, if we were fighting or got contentious or whatever. And that will happen. Yeah. I'm sure. I mean, we fought this one, but not that. We no, were just disagreeing. On we things. disagree. Yeah, but and that's you what like we to do. push the envelope anyway. I like to as you well. You do too. But I, I, I like to do it because I'm passionate about it. I think you do just to get the rise out of it. No, I do it because I'm passionate, but you do it to get the rise out of it. Okay. And on that note, we're right. signing off. Love you, Bronson. Love you, Dad. All right. Thank you, listeners. All two of you. Yeah.